I can still hear it in the voices of my people. Beware of sundown towns. Sundown towns emerged during the Reconstruction. Essentially, the term refers to how some black localities, notably in the South, but also in the North and the West, made it a practice to ban black people from the area after nightfall. Sundown towns were designed to constrict the movement of black people and to intimidate them. If you were black and found after dark, you could be a victim of mob violence. We still have the reality of sundown towns and this legacy speaks to the phenomena of racial containment. This is Dr. Catherine Bancoli Medina with the invention of racism. The goal of this podcast series is to share the subtle and not so subtle nuances of racism from the past into the 21st century. Understanding and speaking the truth about racism is the first step toward combating and ultimately eliminating it. In this episode, we will talk about another component of the seven pillars of the racist construct, containment. Remember, there are seven components which help to explain how racism operates in the world. These seven components include dominance, management, containment, intellectuality, humanity, reality, and erasure. Racism relies heavily on the basic concept of containment. You may be familiar with the term containment as a geopolitical concept. This specifically refers to the policy of the U.S. in the late 1940s as expressed in the Truman Doctrine and the Marshall Plan, the effort to stop the spread of communism in Europe, which initiated the Cold War. But I'm speaking of containment as the structural process of confining people within a particular set of limits. Generally, you want to keep people under control or within a boundary. In United States history, African Americans have been subjected to multiple forms of containment. The racist theory of containment accepts and acts upon negative stereotypes of blacks and maintains that all black people are or could potentially be a problem for the larger society. This has resulted in the racial logic that blacks should be confined in some way. The system of slavery in North America was the ultimate form of containment. From the cramped, foul, and suffocating holds of slave ships, blacks were kept in pens and houses designed to hold them until transported for sale to the auction block. They were chained and shackled and placed in slave quarters. Africans were forbidden to gather in groups without permission or supervision. Even the educational advancement of blacks was limited to selected passages of the Bible. And it was illegal, of course, to teach an enslaved black person how to read and write. 
post-enslavement, blacks were relegated to certain jobs, including farm labor, reminiscent of slavery, and to menial and semi-skilled work. In addition, they were consigned to certain neighborhoods, which were redlined, branded as black and undesirable or risky in terms of housing, loans, insurance, and development. This practice created poverty, limited home ownership, and exploited blacks in the housing market. Other forms of containment include the aforementioned sundown towns, municipalities that made it known that blacks had to be out of town or indoors after sunset. In some areas, to defy the custom of sundown towns could mean that you risk your very life. The definitive form of racial cont cont containment has always been understood as the criminal justice prison system. Ava DuVernay's documentary 13th, which was released in 2016, won scores of awards and praise for its authentic and courageous portrayal of the modern carceral state. Racism is always hidden in plain sight. People knew, especially black people, that the 13th Amendment to the Constitution abolished slavery in the United States. What no one talked about publicly, with the exception perhaps of scholars and academics and activists, was that a simple clause in the Constitution states that slavery and involuntary servitude is eliminated except as punishment for a criminal offense. You have to be convicted of a crime for slavery to be in effect. No one had to suggest that the 13th Amendment was openly used to create a far-reaching race-based prison slave apparatus. Directors like DuVernay had only to demonstrate that black and brown people comprised the majority of those incarcerated in the United States, and that number has risen dramatically over the past 30 years. Racial confinement within the prison industrial complex is teeming with problems. So let's look at some of these issues. They include the implementation of racial profiling, which leads to increased arrests, arresting people for nonviolent, low-level drug offenses, targeting poor black and brown communities with hyper-policing, leading to more arrests and or fines, arresting people for minor crimes, for poverty, addiction, and survival, including targeting the unhoused. Arrests which entail money bail that cannot be paid and leads to imprisonment. Plea bargaining, which encourages people to accept criminal records because the courts penalize those seeking a jury trial overcrowding of prisons and other incarceration facilities, also suboptimal prison conditions, a for-profit prison industry that preys on inmates and their families, people who do not have disposable incomes, like sharecroppers. Prisoners 
are charged with every conceivable fee or fine possible. The use or misuse of solitary confinement. The failure to recognize and justly address the complex cases of political prisoners. The incarceration of people with mental health issues and creating mental health challenges for people already incarcerated. Advancing and using newer modes of wearable technology, such as GPS tethering devices, in order to incarcerate even more people. And now, with COVID-19, you have the exasperation of problems, of the problems of the prison system. There are widespread reports of record numbers of deceased, people having died from the pandemic. And then those infected prisoners who have limited access to pandemic sanitation supplies, water for frequent hand washing, masks, and no real way to be socially distant. Now we could go on listing the seemingly endless challenges to the modern prison system. The point is racial containment serves to limit the movement of populations of color. So while some prison reform analysts assert that racism is just one of many problems inherent in the prison system, documentaries like 13th and books like Michelle Alexander's The New Jim Crow and Rashad Shabazz's Spatializing Blackness indicate to me that this is incorrect. Prison abolitionists would maintain that the entire system is racist and prisons merely reflect the condition of the state. Racial containment demeans people by constructing a carceral apparatus that is punitive, limits opportunities post-release, and supports a criminal stigma. So to truly understand and end racism, we have to appreciate the important role of containment. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Support for independent podcasts like The Invention of Racism is critical at this very moment. In the national and global effort to dismantle racism and to establish human equality, we need as many thoughtful voices as possible, thoughtful and courageous. If you believe in and appreciate this anti-racism podcast, continue to download and support us. I also encourage you to use your own media platform to honestly analyze, examine, and to put an end to racism. If you are listening to this podcast series, then you know discourse on racism is not for the faint of heart. I hope you will join me as I present key topics in the invention of racism. <music>